price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The party. We, we like, like, we like, like the party. party. We like the party. <laughs> the mega bus is coming. Everybody's, Everybody's jumping. jumping. <laughs> <laughs> the York is San Francisco. It's an interstate free disco, guys. Um, this is, uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. But the Venga bus has been uh, stuck in my head a lot. I think it's just because it's the beginning of spring, summer over here. But on top of that, if uh, do yourself a favor. And if you don't want to deal with the hangover or the cost or just like the life cost of doing an eight ball, listen to <laughs> all of the Venga Boys' greatest hits. And it's like you did one. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to page seven. My name is Molly Neffel, and I'm surprised to learn that you associate the season of spring with the Vanga Boys. Yeah. Yeah, dude. (laughs) My name is Marcus Parks, and I did not know that the Vanga Boss is in parentheses uh, in the title of the song. It's actually called We Like to Party. We Like to Party. (laughs) Welcome back, Marcus. We Like to Party because you are back with us. Well, yeah. We missed you. Yeah, I missed you. What is the yeah. Venga Bus hook? Like, uh, it's because, you know, it's like there's the. Yeah. It's not that, is it? it no. It's the Six Flags song. Yes, exactly. It's the Six Flags song. Also, not unlike the Hamster Dance, but it is different than the Hamster Dance, but it's in the same kind of oeuvre. Yes, it is. I see. The oeuvre. The it. Man, what was the name of the Six Flags old man that was like, Six Flags? I still remember those commercials because it was the time that I most wanted to go to Six Flags. It's like a horny tween, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, more like, screams, more fun. That's Six Flags. <laughs> I didn't know he had an... Do you mean, what is the name of the man who plays him, or what is the old Does man it, I, character I, name? Good question, Marcus. <laughs> good follow I figured he had a name. I don't uh, think he had a name in the commercials. He was just an old guy near uh, a van, right? My name's Bumbles Majip. I'm here <laughs> for Six Flags. <laughs> They call me, I love my dips and streets. <laughs> I feel like, um, why did they choose an old man then? Now I'm curious. Because we're still talking about it almost 20 years later. I mean, you damn straight we are. I think it was like a time where the aesthetics of like randomness was peaking, you know? Yeah. His name is Mr. Six. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She beat me to it. I had it on deck. (laughs) I can see that there was a race happening between the two of you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I did not know he had a name. Yeah, Mr. Six. Uh, you know who I'm picturing, though, is that guy, different old man, the guy in those commercials, also from the same time period, who uh, who sold that book, uh, and he had a suit that was all covered in question marks. It was a book oh, about- Oh, Matthew Lesko. A yeah, book about free money. money from the government. Yes, thank yeah. Because <laughs> that other Mr. Six's suit wasn't covered in question marks, but he he wore like wacky suits, didn't he? No, he just wore a bow tie and a regular suit, like because it was regular a formal suit. occasion. Uh huh. Okay. I feel like that was the whole thing, though, is that it's supposed to be like even this old man gets a boogie in his step if you go to Six Flags. Uh huh. <laughs> Not, but he didn't have a boogie in his suit. I was always just scared of having to deal with him. I was scared of seeing him at the Six Flags. You thought. <laughs> He was like the Mickey Mouse of Six Flags. Yeah, I think so. That's some Disney-minded shit, Jackie. <laughs> That's only somebody who grew up going to Disney all the time would think that. Oh, God. So I didn't realize that it was because Six Flags had a contest to find a person who can impersonate the new ambassador of fun, and they found this, like, 13-year-old, I'm going to stop reading about this. It's starting to creep me out. <laughs> Just imagine a 13-year-old being like, I want to be Mr. Six. I can dress like Mr. Six, too. I mean, maybe he's uh, maybe he's a fun dude to have around. I don't know, man. Well, the guy in the commercials, his name was Danny Teeson, and he actually signed an NDA when he started playing Mr. Six. He couldn't tell anyone for like 10 years that he was Mr. Six because they didn't want the illusion of Mr. Six to be dispelled. Did he look totally unlike Mr. Six in well, real life? I mean, Mr. Six is an old, he's got old man makeup on. Uh-huh. Yeah, in fact, this guy said that he was uh, performing at Mr. Six at uh, Six Flags Over Texas as Mr. Six at Six Flags over Texas and he was dancing next to a woman that he had known for 20 years and she had no idea it was him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's real commitment, man. I've, I've learned <laughs> so much in the last five minutes about Mr. Six. I can't huh. believe it. And he ended up choreographing for the lights of Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, and Paula Abdul. You're telling me that Mr. Six was not an old man? He was a young man? <laughs> he was a young old... choreographer. What? Yeah. I mean, he definitely had old man makeup on. Yeah. No, that wasn't an actual old man. <laughs> I, I'm struggling. To, can you bring up a picture of Mr. Six by any yeah, chance, Marcus? Yeah, I'll, I'll bring up a picture of Mr. Six. In fact, why, why don't we all like watch a little Mr. Six uh, Six Flags commercial together? I'm and ready. You I'm can struggling. See. I'm going to look like a total idiot, but in my head, I thought he was a real old man. Oh, yeah. No, this man, he is 1,000% a young man. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want to watch, Marcus? It is a, a bustle article. It's a, implanted into a bustle article called Who is the Six Flags Dancing Man? Got it. All right. There once was a town that worked so hard, there was just no time for play. No. But that all changed on this one <laughs> Yeah, put the kids day. to work. Save us, Mr. Six. Six Flags bus comes up, and who comes out? Oh, there's an old man. Oh, God, he can barely move, that old man. Zoom in on his face. I stand by. I thought he was an old guy. <laughs> yeah, it's Six Flags time. <laughs> <laughs> old man dancing. Oh, yeah, I get it. You yeah, thought that was an old man I thought doing it was an old these man. moves, you know, I still do, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the hands of a young man. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, except you don't get on a bus with a man that looks like that. Hell no. Uh, wow. No, you never get on oh, a bus with an old man. Oh, such a creep. I can't believe I can't believe that he's a young man. Hey, kids, Ross Perot's here, and he wants to take you to the theme park. No. Who wants to go? Get in the bus with Ross Perot. <laughs> Uh, can I, since I've learned so much about Mr. Six, yeah. can I do just a, the slightest of redirects and, and ask about the Vanga boys themselves? Were they like club music or were they always like Six Flags music? Like, what, you know, <laughs> like, did, were there grown adults during the late 90s and early 2000s going to the club, getting wasted listening to the Vanga boys? Uh, Fuck the Vanga, yeah. The Vanga boys were Dutch. A, they were a Euro dance group out of Rotterdam. The Venga Boys had nothing to do with Six Flags. <laughs> oh, no. But can you imagine how much money they made oh. from Six Flags? So they were just they were just real, real-ass music. They started off real before oh, they became the sound you're of damn Six straight. Flags. And also, Molly, you should look into them because I think not only would you love them, but their costumes are insane they are pretty crazy they oh my god a, right it's like a it's like a fun village people situation it's like it's like an it's like it's a fun village people meets circus act their <laughs> clothes are insane i went down a, a great elevator boys hole i'm telling you <laughs> and then i got all jumped up and i was just like yeah 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 i got the i got the beats running through my blood man yeah, I still have a, a a very immediately positive reaction to those beats. Yeah. Oh, and they had a comeback in 2010, or at least they attempted a comeback in 2010 with the comeback single, Rocket to Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good try. No, I really like Boom, 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 though. Boom, I boom, love boom, that boom song. Boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Oh, man, that makes me feel like I'm at a junior high dance right now. Yeah, it's like it's you know it's like they were around like the time of like Aqua too. You know, it's like yes. that kind of just like yeah, I got the moves, but also the kind of music you don't have to dance to if you don't want to. But how can you not once it's in your blood? Especially uh. if you're an old man just coming <laughs> off a bus. Once it starts, you gotta go. Or if you're a young man deceitfully dressed as an old man. <laughs> in some cases. God. Oh man, but he's killing it though. So that guy's still alive? Yeah. I would have assumed he was long dead. <laughs> Good for him. Aren't you excited now? Now you can actually meet him. We should try and find him. Now we got to meet him in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you live in LA. You could probably find him. I, you could probably find him today. I just wonder if maybe I feel like he needs to team up with Beyonce. We have to talk about Beyonce. Yes. Homecoming was dropped today. And for those of you that don't know, it is the it is a documentary about Baychella, her performance last year at Coachella, and also just like all of the work and effort and rehearsals and 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 diets she put into to create Baychella last year. But as well as they also dropped the live album from Homecoming on Spotify, which is huge to everybody because Lemonade is not on Spotify. So you can at least hear some songs from Lemonade if you only have Spotify. Man, can I tell you the amount of time since 2015? Is that when Lemonade came out? 2016? Maybe 2016? Yeah. That I was like drunk and walking somewhere and desperately wanted to listen to Lemonade. And I have, I bought, uh, 
uh, hold up and formation on like I just bought them because I wanted them but I wanted the whole album and yeah. how many times did I go to Spotify and forget that it's not there and been like ah oh, I don't have title now you got it baby now you know now you've got the live album which is like it's in, it's very funny because the whole bay hive is just like queen bay has graced us this day and on a wednesday <laughs> <laughs> i do love that beyonce just swoops into your like the way she releases things you know you like don't know when they're coming and so she just like Maybe people didn't know when this was coming. Maybe I just no, no that. one knew. Every no one knew. I, this was a complete surprise. And Lemonade was the same thing. And so she yeah. just like drops this joy bomb, this like skill bomb on your day, and everyone stops what they're doing and drops everything. And I feel like it's a real fun way to you know swoop in and surprise the shit out of people. Yeah, but then her diet on like before this was no bread, no carbs, no sugar, no dairy, no meat, no fish, no alcohol. To prepare herself for Beachella. And that makes me hungry. Yeah. So I've, I've been thinking about this since you told me this morning. So it, I, I want to know whether no sugar means no, like, white sugar or whether it means no, like, sugar in the form of food. Like, could she have fruit is my question. Yeah, you need. There's a lot of things that she wasn't having that a human body needs. Like, you need yeah. glucose, which is sugar. So she must have been able to have, like, fruit and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And honestly, fruit and vegetables are about all I can stomach right now with, <laughs> and so with pregnancy. And so I'm not saying that uh, I am just like Beyonce, but I am saying if she's eating fruit and vegetables, she might have been still very happy. But aren't, don't you feel weak? I mean, I also, the thing is, I'm eating fruit and vegetables and they're interspersed with just like two, you know, bodega rolls with butter. So mm. I'm not exactly oh, okay. like right, Beyonce. Good, good, good. good. Uh, but yeah, you do need the other things, but... Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised that given all that working out she was doing, she wasn't on like a, you know, that. how can you dance that much without being on like a high-protein diet? I have no idea. Apparently, she just ended up, uh, she was trying to lose a bunch of weight because it was right after the twins were born. So she was trying oh. to lose like 40 pounds as well mm-hmm. so that she could like twins. fit into the outfits. Twins, man. After the twin, the quote unquote twins were quote unquote born. Wait, what conspiracy <laughs> theory is this? <laughs> you guys don't remember the uterus factory that Jay-Z and Beyonce have oh, over I in China? Yeah, I forgot about, about the, the uterus, uterus factory. factory. This is why we need you, Marcus. Yeah. yeah, I leave for a couple of weeks and you guys forget all about the uterus factory. I forgot. Because I remember the fake belly mm-hmm. controversy of Blue Ivy, but oh, yeah. I've oh, yeah. I forgot about the uterus factory controversy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Would that they could, man. Outsource my uterus. <laughs> Outsource somebody else's uterus to me is what I mean. Yeah, please, but also use mine. I'm fine with it, but apparently I'm too mentally ill to have other people's <laughs> babies. That's fine. <laughs> it's insane, though, with all of this stuff, because at the same time, which I... So last night I had a slumber party with Holden McNeely, uh, because he is still in town, and he wanted to drink wine and watch the act and fell asleep at my house. So he, as we all know, 
though, loves Taylor Swift very much. So every day he's been showing me because Taylor Swift has now every day been posting secret pictures about the uh, the fact that she's a guest apparently dropping an album on April 26th and all of her fans are going crazy about it. But then just looking at the juxtaposition of Beyonce and Taylor Swift, uh, just like go fuck yourself Taylor Swift. Beyonce did it and didn't have to do the whole like gear up to it at all. She just fucking dropped that shit and was just like, fuck all y'all, I'm the best. Yeah, I, I feel like my, I'm trying to really open my mind about uh, and be more empathetic towards what other people really love. I have never felt any uh, strong feelings about Taylor Swift. It's not that I've never felt any positive feelings about her. I can enjoy a T-Swift song here and there, but I've never felt any you know, particular admiration for her or anything. But I feel like, uh, <laughs> I hope this, I feel like Holden loving her is like a good, that's like a vouch for her for to, to me. Not that I is endorse it? all the things that Holden <laughs> loves. But, uh, and then there's other people in my life who I also respect greatly, who also like really like uh, Taylor Swift. And so I'm trying to open my heart a little bit to it. But I, I, continue to just feel a kind of lack of feeling for her it's not a negative but it's it's a it's an absence yeah you know I feel that about all pop music <laughs> yeah you do feel that about all pop music you know there's a great presence of positive feelings when I think about Beyonce and many yeah. other pop stars uh and when I think about Taylor Swift I just feel kind of like all right keep trying honey like it's like that video of uh, of Aretha Franklin when she's being asked about different singers and uh, she's asked like about Adele and she's like incredible voice breathtaking voice and then she's asked about Taylor Swift and she's like gowns beautiful gowns <laughs> excellent gowns like that's exactly how I feel about Taylor Swift <laughs> She's very pretty. <laughs> yeah, Thumbs you know, up. Excellent she is gowns. a person, you know, <laughs> she does sing. She, she certainly wears does. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's why we should, we should, I wish we could see Taylor Swift in real life because, Marcus, we have to catch you up on the idea that of April Reels Day because April Reels Day is this Friday. It's I was coming. gonna ask about April Reels Day. <laughs> it's, we invented some holidays while you were gone, uh, th- and that's fantastic. What? <laughs> tell me about April Reels Day. Oh God, Jackie, you want to take this one? I mean, April Reels Day. It's it's on April nineteenth of every year, and that is the day because we were having a discussion about how much we dislike April Fool's Day because a lot of it is very you know it 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 hurts and it affects people and it's just a lot of times not funny and not worth it can be very mean-spirited yeah not funny and mean-spirited yes and uh and and april reels day you have to you have to be in someone's presence though interestingly though that our critique of april fool's day was that it's too mean-spirited and then we invented the following holiday (laughs) (laughs) yeah anytime it's like you have to be in their presence it's like ah this does not this does not sound fun doesn't bode well you have to but that is the day that you are able to tell one real thing to your friends or whomever you or your coworkers, whomever you're around, that's real. Too real. Oh, so this is an airing of grievances. In yeah, fa- it's, it's like a, a bit of a festival. <laughs> ah, okay. But it's one. It's not an airing of grievances. It's an airing of grievance. Grievance. Ah, a yes. single grievance. And 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 Holden thinks people can walk the line between uh, having it be something. It could be something totally, totally minor, like. You know, you you gulp when you drink your water, or it could be something. Holden basically thinks we should just put our trust in people that they, that it won't be something like, 
you know, I've always resented you. Ah. Uh, and he, well, he thinks it should be something somewhere in between you gulp your water and I've always resented you. It sounds kind of like three-hour relationship fight day. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah, but then that's all point is that then the next day it's a 420, so you just smoke it all away and then it's like it never happened. Or you smoke a lot and think, think about, about it. April Reels Day <laughs> exactly. all day. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Has no. anybody else ever been fucking high before? Like, the idea that you forget about the things that bothered, that just happened, yeah. that are on your mind. Oh, yeah. that's a, No, I always totally smoke weed and just chill out and don't think about everybody Don't think about whether all your me. friends hate you. <laughs> or think about every wrong thing you've said in your entire life. No, no, I've never done that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's not. Talk, let's let's smoke weed and think about that time yesterday that I made my friend feel like shit. Yes, right. That's that's the best thing. You can think about what your friend said to you and what you said to your friend, and you have two things to just circle, mm-hmm. circle about. Yeah, all four twenty, and then get too high doing it. <laughs> hopefully in a big crowd of people. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, this is what I'm scared about because Holden and I have our Jack and E's dating sims on Friday. Oh, he's and, gonna get um, real. We are going to we're going to honor April Reels Day and Holden says he already has the things, things multiple of what he wants to say to me. I thought it was only one. It should be only one. He said, but then well, I guess I didn't understand the idea of the slapback card that if you have a, the slapback card, then you can say another thing that's too real. Ah. Like, so you, it's like uh, uh, you can tr- trump them kind of with the, yeah. Know. Forgive the word, you know, in the euchre sense, you can have a trump card. That yeah. means on every April nineteenth, you got to be sure to put an Uno card in your pocket. Like that, you have to have a literal slapback Uno card. Slapback no, card. You have I think to it's unique. <laughs> I think it's a type of card that will come with the with the the uh, the the unveiling of April Reels Day. It's a hmm. unique to because we also discussed having it be one of those um, hands that you get in the quarter machines. That, oh, that those slap. are fun. Yes, yeah. yeah. you, you assault someone. Yes, can you actually slap them and get away with it? Yes, with yes. the little hand. If they're yes. too real, yes. <laughs> but this is where it all falls apart because the idea is if they're too real, like like they say. Uh, you know, Jackie, you never deserved this thing you got. And she says that's too real. She not only can slap me, but then she can say the, the justice in this world for saying something too real is to say, well, you shouldn't have even been here in the first place. Like, so she can say something even worse to me. Three-hour relationship fight day. That's all this is. I want to get into fights all day on Friday. I'm going to hurt everybody's feelings. It's going to be it's gonna be like middle school all over again. But then I'm going to go into a really deep, dark depression about it. And that's what I'm excited about because isn't from depression sometimes when you grow the most? Sometimes, I mean, <laughs> most b- most no, b- yeah, most most bouts are just a, a, a huge waste of time and energy. But I guess sometimes you come out stronger. Never be asked again whether you were a tween dressing like she thinks she knows what adults are supposed to wear ever again with Beta Brand dress pant yoga pants. Y'all need some fancy pants. I'm telling ya, like ex Tina's genie in a bottle. You gotta rub on my pants the right way if you want to come, come, come and let me out, you're going to want an extra rub and a half with my Palazzo pants on because my ultra comfy, fun, fancy pants are made with wrinkle resistant 
consistent four-way stretch ponty knit fabric. You ain't never had pants like these. Real-time genie talk. The genie from Aladdin, and I'm talking the OG genie here, could have had the comfort of his billow ankle cinch-em-ups with more style and function if he had beta brand dress pant yoga pants. Who needs extra unused fabric when you're all folded up in a dang lamp? Seriously, they are insanely comfy pants. I never thought it was possible to make pants that I can look like a put-together individual in, as well as slip them down around my ankles and very easily emergency pee in between two cars on the side of the road. You know, I usually wear high-waisted pants, and when I'm slamming keys and taking names all day at a computer, I don't want a zipper and top button shoving into my belly cheeseburger locker to give me burpees for the rest of the afternoon. Beta Brand's pants are just so dang comfortable and I look like a real class act when I am sitting down but most people don't know that the top of my pants are rolled down underneath my lunch chub and I ain't talking about a penis they're my lunch chub protectors that's why I started wearing beta brands dress pant yoga pants visit betabrand.com slash seven all lowercase to get 20% off yours millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work Sun is shining and flowers are bursting through their dirt graves. Someone should have tied some bells to those flowers because I bet they were scared while they were winter buried alive. Thanks to ModCloth for supporting Page 7. For 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter code PAGE7 at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on July 6, 2019. ModCloth knows that while you're getting your noses slicked up with that beautiful springtime nose candy, pollen, I'm talking about pollen, you want to look your dang best no matter who you are, who you are, or what rock'em sock'em heat you pullin'. ModCloth is here for you with fashion from sizes double zero to 28. Beach day or vacay? Keep that butt and them bodacious top humps looking mighty fine in ModCloth swimsuits in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. And seriously, they are super made to keep them humps locked and loaded and ready to be sprung only when you want them sprung. My favorite bathing suit is from ModCloth and it shows just the right amount of my girls as well as my bagel grab em ups. It hides them. That's why I call my belly folds. So I can boogie through my Havana days and nights because it looks so good that I just gotta slap a skirt over it to go out. But it looks even better with a Cuban accessory. And I ain't talking about the cigar. Wink! Got a question about fit? Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help, which is exactly what I did with my flirty two-piece. You know, I was scared my no-butt bottom would be too big because my mounds of busts are so up top, you know what I mean? But they helped explain to me how to measure myself because I'm barely an adult, and I don't know how to do these things. And I got the perfect suit that never shows my high-as-the-sky butt crack. For 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter code PAGE7 at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on July 6, 2019. And also, speaking of sometimes you come out stronger, uh, we got to talk about Britney Spears, guys. Mm. Yes. We need to talk about Britney. It's time. We, we, there, so we, we have to talk about what happened, what the initial story with Britney Spears was. 
uh, which was a total good for her of her checking herself in uh, to a mental health facility, uh, basically saying, like, I need help and support right now. But then now that there has been further development since then. Right. Yeah. So because I wanted to really give her a shout out because we were I was we were thinking about this not too long ago, where it's like the difference between the the last breakdown of Britney Spears and how she was ripped apart by the media because of it and made fun of her and her mental illness was not something that people took that people took uh, serious at all. And now they were giving her the like good for you, like her father's really sick. He's her manager and conservator who so he is the head of all everything Britney Spears. If she wants she can't even drive her own cars. She can't spend any of her money. Everything goes through her father. And her father fell ill and she had a had a breakdown and she set herself into a rehab facility for 30 days. Now there's this podcast that is not this podcast, different podcast called Britney's Graham. Wait, there's that, another podcast besides this one? I know. <laughs> I I know it. But I've like been five listening. Or six. <laughs> I guess there's a couple out there. Yeah, I've listened to a few. Um, Britney's Graham is the one that's been going back through and talking about Britney Spears and like her history of mental illness and that kind of stuff. And they had an actual breakthrough of a voicemail from someone that claimed to be a former member of Britney's team that stated that the rumors that she was actually she's actually being held against her will in the mental facility. So there's a big outreach now that, that the confirmation of that caller was confirmed. And so now that there's this big la- backlash, because it would make sense, because her father has complete control over everything she does, that there's no way she would be able to choose to go into a mental facility. So now the hashtag, hashtag free Britney, is everywhere. However, if someone is, is put into a mental health facility, sometimes... Is it not for their own good? Yes. And especially because there are signs that she was she had stopped taking all of her medication. You know, right there's like certain lines at which the state can determine that you can't make this decision for yourself, right? Getting sectioned is what it's commonly known as. But for an adult, could another family member make that determination? Her father, because he's the one that is in charge of her completely, like, all of uh, everything that she does. But how does that work since she's an adult? He can't be her, like, legal guardian or anything, right? I mean, I guess, you know, I guess, I don't know how these... But at the same time, if you are... But it's same like, it's like being Baker Acted, is what we used to call it in Florida, where it's like, if you are in danger to yourself or those around you, you have the right... It's like, you can have someone put you into a facility. But it's so, also the stuff of fucking horror movies of somebody of using that power against you, right? Mm-hmm. Completely. No, con- yeah, conservatives, they are like legal guardians from that person whether they're, you know, like 35 or 65. It's A lot of times it's for old people. Uh-huh, uh, but, I see. Uh, and uh, it's been done, I know it was done to, uh, what was it, the serial killer Richard Chase very briefly until his parents let it collapse, and or his parents let it lapse, and he murdered seven people. <laughs> Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's for the person's own good. Yeah, I'm not saying that Britney Spears is going to snap and eat a baby. Mm-hmm. But sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you snap. Sometimes you just snap. It just it sounds very like Sylvia Plathy to me, you know, just like taking a woman and being like, oops, she's crazy, you know, and, and, and I, I'm worried about Britney Spears because it doesn't sound like this is necessarily for her own good. 
But how, as as the public, how do we know that of whether it's for her own good or not? And I if think her that father's like, making the decisions, her father needs to be. But also, if she stopped taking all of her medications and she's in the care, she has two children to take care of, and she's in the middle of like doing a huge show in Vegas and all this stuff, and could potentially just ruin everything she's just rebuilt. That maybe she just needs some time. Yeah, but that's her. That's isn't that her right as an adult to? I mean, not to obviously. If there's negligence going on with as a parent, then that's the, in the interest of the state. But her right to mess up her life as an adult is her right. Like you know, that's that's her choice. It's well, it, that doesn't mean she's a danger to herself or others. Well, the thing is about with big stars like her, uh, there is a mini economy that's going on. It's like not if Britney Spears fucks up, it's not just Britney Spears who fucks up. Like who gets fucked up. Like there are a lot of people that will lose jobs and lose livelihoods based right. on Britney's if Britney Spears just said, "Fuck it, I don't feel like doing it anymore." Like that's one thing, but if it is a uh, something that she would come to regret later, like, "Oh man, I really wish you guys would have helped me out back then when I needed it. I just ended up destroying my entire life." It's a tricky thing. I don't know, man. Involuntarily committing somebody should be a last-ass resort, shouldn't it? Maybe but also maybe it. it was. You know, the, that's the only issue. The fact that this has happened multiple times in the past, like, obviously she has mental stabil- like stability issues. So, if, if I mean, I've had people have many interventions with me, and that was enough, you know? I'm interventions, like, maybe you shouldn't yes. be doing this anymore. But then I chose... I chose to better myself but then it's like what if she's not capable of making those decisions for herself and she just needs a little it's also it's not like they put her she's a billionaire they put her in a nice facility where it's like it's, <laughs> like, she's <laughs> down down. it's not like she's but, strapped to a bed but take having one's liberty taken away from them is there should be a very high standard for that even if it's at a very nice like the the standard for that should not be changed whether or not a lot i agree with you marcus that a lot of people that's probably why this is happening a lot of people are like we need you to be able to do this but the standard for taking away britney spears's freedom should remain as high as for anybody which should be incredibly high but then also at the end of the day this is also not completely confirmed yet so yeah, we have all, no it, idea if any of this is true. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. So this is all like of this voicemails and out. Instagram comments. <laughs> yeah, it's like all this stuff. So all of this stuff is coming out, and it's just like at the end of the day, I just, I just want her to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Of I've been rooting for Britney Spears so much. I feel like, you know, I really empathize with the fact that she had to come of age in front of everybody, and I think that it's not nice how we all hold it against her and I think how how much she's grown and and how solid she you know that's not to say that she might not still have you know mental illness but like she just seems to have really like persevered and come yeah, out yeah man know? that's why I've just been yeah I've been pro her for so long because she really just she fucking came back guys we're not yeah. losing her yet there's also like possibilities that she might retire too but I won't I won't even think about it because I still want to see Britney Spears. I want to see the Las Vegas show. I'm being selfish. Everybody's got to be selfish every once in a while, okay? I mean, the Las Vegas show would be excellent, but if I was Britney Spears, I would be so tired. Yeah, very tired. Yeah, but she just looks so damn good. You know what doesn't does. make me tired, though, is what? Marcus? Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. I mean, nah. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but no, yeah, it, it was won't pretty spoil good. It. It's it pretty was pretty good. good. 
and people were happy with it. Oh yeah, I was very happy with it. I was yeah, very yeah. happy. Yeah. I had a really good time with it. And I'm sorry, Molly, that this is now the time of year that you will have to uh, you have to endure. The, we won't even do it that much on here, but I no. just okay. wanted to throw it out there and look you in the eyes, Marcus, to just be like, right, Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, yeah no. It's a, it, it was a whole episode setting up for the horrific sadness to come. Dude, I'm going to cry. <laughs> you know, it's only six episodes long, the season. What? Yeah. What? Six episodes. Oh, no. no. Yeah, last episode was only seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. I'm so good. Yeah. And, and the episodes were supposed to be, like, they said, like, yeah, each episode will be movie length, an hour and a half long. That damn episode last week was 55 minutes. That was 50. It was, it was a short one. They were a lot. But I bet the rest of them are going to be, like, slamming down the house with it. Yeah, they got to be. They have to be. Man, and it's just, can you imagine how difficult it is? To make that show, I wouldn't want to do it anymore. No matter how much money you paid me, I'm like, okay, can you kill me off? Kill me off. I want it done. <laughs> I don't want to be out here. I imagine it's really cold. I yeah. just, I don't want to. I so can't. Greasy. Having just been to the place where they filmed a lot of the like wall scenes, like nor- the northern scenes, went to Iceland a couple weeks ago. Tell us about uh, Iceland. But also, yes, I'm sorry. Continue. It was fantastic. It was yeah. wonderful. Spent a lot of time on Eggleson's horse farm and uh, got a bunch of fluffy horses to cuddle up with and pet, and I made friends with horses. Did you ride horses? No, just made friends. I mean, it That's sounds like a, you had a whoresome time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't gone up there. Like, I couldn't imagine. Like, and it was like March, you know, the end of March. It's still about 25 degrees at night. Uh, and that was in everything. Most things were still like covered in snow. Not everything, but a lot of things were still covered in snow. Like, I couldn't imagine being out filming in that shit for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. I always forget that they put out Game of Thrones in the spring. Every spring, I'm like, what the? Why is this now? Because the whole thing is just like, it's so dark. It's dark and it's cold and we're outside and we're walking through the snow and we're camping in the snow and we're carrying people through the snow and we're fucking in the snow. Oh yeah, they're fucking in the snow. You can see our breath as we talk to one another. And I'm always like, why is this happening in the spring? There should should be a show about spring. (laughs) Play the winter show in the winter. (laughs) Especially when, like, I feel like Sunday nights are always the night that it's like, I want to sit down on the porch, you know, have myself a jizzy, stare yeah. at the birds while the birds attack on the other birds. Man, I watched this mocking bird attack the fuck out of a hawk the other day yeah. in the sky. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but that's usually what I want to do on a Sunday night, but not for the next six weeks. We've no. got jobs to do. As mm-hmm. a community, we must watch Game of Thrones. Yes, we must watch every episode as they come out. I started in the room as I have I've I've seen a lot of Game of Thrones. It just washes over me. All fantasy. It just it's not that I have any hostility towards it. It just is like it's so boring to me. I cannot imagine how it is engaging to people. See how you feel about uh like how you feel about fantasy? That's how I feel about pop music. I thought you were, yeah, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Beyonce specifically, yes. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, thought, yeah. I'm like, why are all these dorks listening to all these dorks talk to each other about lords and shit? It's just like so... It Lord Randall <laughs> Oh, no! Don't 
chop, need chop, another cheerio. horse, my lady. It's just so silly to me. And so I started in the room because I. I'm what like, will happen when Lord Randall Tarly <laughs> refuses to pledge fealty to the Dragon Queen? Oh my God! But you have to. She's great. Like that's. Her, oh. Daenerys Stormborn. Uh, and then First I left. of her name. I left after 20 minutes. I was like, I can't. I'm gonna go watch guys grocery games. Unburnt, unbroken, breaker of chains. It's Come on, that doesn't get you going. It's, it's, it reminds me of high school theater kids who always spoke in British accents no matter what the play was. Oh, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's like the, the fact that they even bring in, it's like, people love the show. But what about the costumes, Molly? Yeah. I uh, I appreciate it as an epic work of art that I do not care about. Like, the costumes, yes. The setting, nice. It's just, it's so detailed. How are all these people paying attention through all this? Years and years of specific feuds and references to various dinners and oh yeah, how do people keep it in their heads? It just stays. It Either stays. it sticks or it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, fantasy sticks like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also remember when I was originally reading them, I would I kept going to the back because it would explain. It had all of the maps of like, all right, this one is this to this one, and then this one dates this one, and so they had a whole map of it in the back of the yeah, books Gideon so that's how i kept it all in my brain the M- middle earth map and all of that people love uh, the glossaries whole other languages i'm just like i don't have time for this i, I own won't. a full set of game of thrones maps yeah of each the entire westeros essos uh each specific area <laughs> you got the north you got the riverlands wait do you I, have the risk of it i do not have the risk no I think you would really like the risk of getting. I admire the body of knowledge that it takes. It's like when I real. It's it's a whole like I remember going snowboarding for the first time, and then coming back to high school and being like, all these people who snowboard have this whole body of knowledge and skill that I didn't ever even think about. It's like a whole iceberg of what they know and can do that I don't have. How interesting! And it really kind of like expanded my worldview. Same with trying to learn guitar. I was like, all these. Guys in my high school know how to play guitar. That's this whole world that they have, and I don't have access to. And like that's like the people who like the maps of <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones. I'm like, I admire the capacity in your mind to expand and contain this information. But yet, like the snowboard and the guitar, I try and I fail immediately, and I give up. And what will I do with all this information? <laughs> it will all go away in six episodes. And all of it will finally just... Have you ever re... Because I've never re-watched any of them. Have you? Oh, yeah. A couple times. I just I, I just re-watched the entire series like leading up to uh, last night. Like over the last few months. I mean, and it's... Because you have to like give into the how dense... It is. And I feel like part of it's like, maybe I'm getting smarter, even though, again, like what you were just saying, Molly, none of these things I can actually use in real life. So, but maybe some, in some part of me, I'm getting smarter. But because they have British accents, they're ultimately smarter than I am. (laughs) It's not like it has to be practical. I mean, I got space in my head for, you know, the various you know ups and downs of Olivia Benson you know in Law mm. and Order so it's not like a, it's not You're like right. there isn't one value in creating space in your mind for for stories it's just they're so complex fantasy stories are so detailed and so like they make up their own damn language and, and I know, it's geography it's awesome. <laughs> it's just baffling to me 
Yeah, I love to, I love studying maps. Like, it's like, and yeah, I'm right there with Gideon, like studying the maps of Middle Earth. See, like, oh, oh, so Frodo was here <laughs> as Aragorn was here. Oh, wonderful! Oh, they were so close to each other, never even cross paths. I just can't wait for you someday, Marcus, to have a whole room just filled with tables with maps on the tables, and no one's allowed to bring food or drinks into the map room because that is Marcus's map room. You see, on the seventh farthing is when Samwise get yes, and so on and so forth. But man, would I fall right to sleep though? So I think it would be a great nap room as well. Yeah. Oh, map, map, nap room. It's yeah. a map and nap room. Yeah. <laughs> I like real maps of real places. Mm, nah. For what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I like real maps, real play. I I also like to study maps. Yeah. Yeah. I like geography. Yeah. Well, I remember when my mom uh, always made us look at the the road maps, so that even if as technology grew, she's like, you have to know how to read a map. So last time I was home, my niece is thirteen. She doesn't know how to read a map, and it's like trying to get her up, like pulled out a bunch of my mother's maps. I was like, you don't understand what the different symbols on a map is. Okay. And then we just sat <laughs> and went through the map. And I, you, if there is, if you want to bore the fuck out of a 13 year old that was raised on screens, bring out a couple of maps. Yeah, Ant Maps. Ant Maps of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the highway that'll take you up north. Gee, if you want to get from Tallahassee to Orlando, <laughs> the best route is Route 74. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Sometimes they backs up around Land Lakes. You got to get off at an exit. How are you still going to get to Orlando? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Jack, I think it's a fun please. juxtaposition because she follows me on social media. So it's like, I want you to really know that as much as you might even think for a second, I am cool. I want to banish all of that from your memory. Yeah. 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 That's the job of adults to just bring up the unpleasant things about life and be like, I need you to learn this. Mm -hmm. Someday you'll need it. Yeah. The unpleasantness of maps. Tell me about what a key is. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of key. This kind of key. <laughs> I need a simple kind of health. I need something to be convenient and accessible. Because between touring and living and laughing and loving, Lord knows Leonard Skinner didn't have time to be checking in on their, I'm assuming, many crotch problems. With Simple Health, you gotta get rid of the doctor's offices and the waiting rooms to get birth control prescribed, renewed, and delivered wherever you are on your schedule. Now, you might have a sweet home uterus to some, but with Simple Health, that womb can be a new trespass zone as sleazy as easy Leonard Skinnerd. Simple Health doctors can prescribe over 100 brands of the pill as well as the patch or ring and they personalize a recommendation based on your health profile and personal preferences. Sweet home uterus where the seeds don't stick. And Simple Health is all about privacy. Birth control is a personal choice. So Simple Health sends you your goods with no labels on the shipment. Because if I leave here tomorrow, would I have a baby inside me? 
And the answer is hell nah! Because Simple Health is reliable and only offers trusted brands of birth control. And they've got licensed doctors help design the product. And they review every patient with rigor and care. And this womb you cannot fill. Oh, 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 oh. And this womb you cannot fill. Fly free, Simple Health. Free bird? More like that's for me, bird, because Simple Health offers affordable care regardless of insurance. They accept insurance and birth control is free with most insurance plans. For those without insurance, birth control pills start at $15 a month and delivery is free for everyone. So you can give me three steps, mister, but that's just to conveniently grab my no baby juice from my front doorstep. This service is not a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist. The prescription is usually 20 bucks, but Simple Health is offering you a prescription for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash page seven or enter the promo code page seven at checkout. That's a free prescription when you go to simplehealth.com slash page seven or enter promo code page seven at checkout. Zola D, Zola Da, find a spouse. And if you do use Zola, man, that worked. This episode of Page 7 is brought to you by Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and register for them goods. Presents and tax breaks are what we're all into marriage for, and I ain't ashamed to say it. Okay, no, it's for love and goosh and to throw a slam dog party. And with Zola, you can conveniently manage everything online and in one place. It saves so much time for couples. Here comes the bride, do-do-do-do. Here comes the bride, and I say, this slip needs a website. On Zola, you start with a free wedding website. It's so easy and takes just minutes to set up. Y'all ain't need extra stress while creating your dream wedding, so you ain't gotta get all beetles up and break up because of struggling, battling British egos. There's over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style in every type of wedding. Then, build your dream registry at Zola. Need a sitar so you can get to pillow smoking and dream weaving and Norwegian wood and up in that wedding life? Slap it on the registry. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. There's something for every guest to give. And there's free shipping and returns and price matching. So if your guitar is gently weeping, send it back and get a happier one. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry, go to Z. Zola.com slash page seven. That's spelled Zola.com slash page seven to start your free wedding website and get $50 off your registry on Zola. Yeah, like the unpleasantness of the fact that I found out recently that you, that the phobia of ketchup exists. So Marcus, um, for a while, we've been having a lot of condiment conversations. Okay. I believe and, it's um, called condiment corner. I'm strictly, <laughs> I'm, I'm anti-chup. I don't like ketchup. I'm anti-chup no, no. on on almost anything. You know no, I'm yeah. a mayo girl. We've discussed this many times. I, I know your condiment choices. And apparently you can actually be truly, uh, have an actual fear of ketchup. It's called, uh-oh, 
Marcus, you want to try it? Mortiscuphobia. Mortiscuphobia. Named after the guy who was the most scared of ketchup, presumably. <laughs> I mean, this says it comes from the Australian slang for dead horse. Um, which I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I'm going to fact check that one. A word that has two double, not W's, but double U's in the word. Um, I don't know if that is any kind of slang for anything. Jackie, huh. what if you have a child one day and like many children, the child just wants to eat ketchup with like a spoon, only ketchup, or like dip a French fry in ketchup and suck it off over and over just as a ketchup vessel. They're going to have to learn how to like something else. (laughs) (laughs) They'll get hungry enough. Uh, Yeah, dead horse is Australian slang for ketchup. Pass the dead horse. What? Because because it reminds people of blood? I don't know. They say it's a rhyming slang for tomato sauce. Dead horse, tomato sauce. In Australian, maybe. Dead ass. Tomato sauce. Tomato sauce. Dead horse. Dead horse. Howls. Howls. No. No, Marcus. It's not a dead horse. It's a, de- uh, it's a, it's a tomato dead sauce. It's a tomato sauce. They probably say tomato. Uh, yeah, they, they call a snake. They like rhyming slang in Australia. They I snakes, mean, who doesn't? They call them Joe Blakes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's actually kind of fun. Well, yeah, wives, they call them a d- more like the traveling strife. Wife. Really? What a dorky nationwide practice. <laughs> Please, I Australians, tell Are us you more. kidding me? I love it, too. It's just very dorky. Don't yeah. you think it's dorky to be like, let's find a fun rhyme for all the things? <laughs> As someone that makes a lot of rhymes and a lot of dumb puns, uh, who really am I to judge in this conversation? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. Oh, they got all kinds of cute slang in Australia. They like to shorten, they like to truncate words. They call breakfast, they call it brekkie. I've heard of that, brekkie. Yes. Mm-hmm. They call cookies bickies. I like it. <laughs> I think it's cute. Ooh, they call speedos budgie smugglers. <laughs> oh, budgie. like the birds, like yeah. the little bird. Yeah, because right? it looks like you got a little bird in your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. That's so does. cute. That's so. I cute. was trying to, to. There's these. There's these Brooklyn parrots, wild Brooklyn parrots, uh, that live um, near Brooklyn College. Uh, and they're like parrots that live in the trees and shit, like big ass. But but then the person I've never actually seen them. But the person who was explaining it to me was like, they're parrots, but they're you know small parrots. And I was like, like a budgigar. And they were like, what? And I was like, like a parakeet. But aren't they called budgigars or budge whatever? Like the Australian word for parakeet. And she looked at me like I was the one who was out of my mind. But budgie <laughs> is a thing. Yeah, it is oh a- yeah. It's that they're the one. There's the there. Those were the parakeets we got from the pet store, right? They yeah. were budgies. Yeah, little budgies. Yeah. Uh, don't but- you guys remember the summer when I had my budgie game? I can't believe you forgot about my budgies. I had a game, and it was an app, and it was called something about budgies. And then it was all these budgies in a cage, and you had to tickle them. And when you tickled them, it gave you more love. And then the budgies would love you more. And then you would feed them. And um, that's it. That's all. You 
he did. That's, that's the game that I used to play. These why budgies would... obviously loomed much larger in your mind than they did in ours. Yeah, why would we remember this? We don't even live in the <laughs> same cities. It must have been eight years ago. You don't remember that one summer when did I you played hold, a game? Did you oh, hold yeah. your phone up to the computer screen and show? <laughs> yeah, eight years ago, back when we were all heavily drinking at all times. And on a lot of drugs. Yeah, I was busy tickling budgies, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember your budgie game. I'm sorry. That's is if you want to use that as your April reels against me, that I'm a, a not a good attentive friend. I mean, for now it's all used up. I can't use budgie talk on April <laughs> Reels Day. That's what I was talking about the other day. It was uh, I forgot about the game Snood. Did you ever play that game? No. No. You guys are boring <laughs> I've played I'm games talking about, I'm talking about great games from at least the year 2009 that was the height of times that people love talking about phone <laughs> games I'm so old guys I don't know when it happened <laughs> I held out on smartphones long after most people I didn't get one until 2011 whoa oh, yeah I forgot about that yeah. It was very annoying for other people. But you, I love that you were able to live in that um, innocence, you know? I was in the T9 world, man, mm -hmm. playing Snake. Yeah, I think I uh, got finally got a smart smartphone in 2010. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I held on for a long time, too. I liked my Razor. It was great because you could be like, sorry, I can't email you until I get home tonight at <sighs> 1 in the morning. Sorry. And all of your text messages were like three letters or three words long. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was freeing. It was freeing. I, yeah, I had my little Nokia brick. That brick lasted for a very, very long time. I had a Nokia brick that said the alarm clock could be set to a woman's voice that went, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. <laughs> so, sometimes I still think about that. Um, I, as, I'm also realizing how old I am because do you guys care about cats at all? Yes. No. Not the not the animal. The I Broadway show. I know what show. you're talking about. I know you're talking about the, <laughs> the, the musical. musical. I was like, "What are you talking about, Jackie? Have you ever seen my Instagram? Of course, I care about cats. Uh, yes, I care about all Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. The musical, as you guys know, they are re uh, they're redoing the musical. It's got Idris Elba in it. It's got dumb Taylor Swift in it. It has Judy Dench in it. It's got Ian McKellen in it. It's got Jennifer Hudson in it. It's it's going to be a great movie. It's going to be I awful, think. isn't it? It's going to be absolutely awful. And I love Andrew Lloyd Webber, but I'm pretty sure that Cats is a disturbing, awful musical. See, that's the thing, is that I feel like the reason why I say it's a great movie, because they just released a bunch of stuff about it, and I think it's going to be so creepy that it's going to be great. The, the 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 costumes are legitimately terrifying. I mean, it's just about cats, right? Cats who are sad. <laughs> it's sad cats. <laughs> One sad cat in particular who is kind of missing her glory days. She's got the best song. Uh-huh. There's, uh, what is it, the premise, as is on the IMDb, <laughs> or on the Wikipedia page for the movie that already exists. Over a single night, a tribe of cats called the Jellicles make what is known as the Jellicle choice and decide which cat will ascend to the heaviside layer and come back to a new life. Ian McKellen's playing Gus the Theater Cat. It's gonna be <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> Marcus, from across the country, I can feel your disdain for even the just the words that you're saying. I oh, love it. Oh no, but who's gonna play Monku Strap? 
It's yeah. Robert Fairchild. <laughs> I don't think it's Andrew Lloyd Webber's finest work, to be honest. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Taylor Swift is playing Bumbalurina. Mm-hmm. But I think the creepiest part uh, about this, so not only is it going to be done, it's not going to have the weird costumes. See, I love the gross costumes because, again, which I know that I bring up too often, it made me think of Zoobly Zoo. And I think that's why I, I like the weird human-animal hybrid uh, choice. But they're going to be done all in motion capture, so it's going to be more like an avatar-type thing for all of them as well as the fact that everything is being shot where the set is huge so they are going to be actually the size of cats (laughs) (laughs) that sounds fucking terrible that sounds sounds awful awful but hey at least you got James Corden playing Bustopher Jones (laughs) James Corden, no. Oh, I'm a hater on James Corden. The blind items say that he is a dickhead. Not surprising. Right? Yeah, I've heard that, which sucks. You know, I, I loved Carpool Karaoke. I did. I just and then I got over it. He got too much too fast. What did you call Carpool Karaoke again, Jackie? <laughs> so I think it was singing with fatty. <laughs> <laughs> was it just singing with fatty? I think I like that. I think it was singing with fatty. <laughs> oh, it's time for the list. It's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? Marcus got that, that list. list. We're going to get real short on this because we're running out of time. It's celebrities who were raised in cults. Ooh. Yeah. Does Scientology count? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But there's some more interesting ones than that. You know, That's Joaquin the Phoenix, thing. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix was raised in the Children of God cult. Children of God cult is fucking awful. And yeah, he's, it's bad. He's a c- current weirdo as well. Mm-hmm. You know his uh, original surname is Bottom? Joaquin Bottom. Uh, that's that River Bottom too. Then River. Bo- yeah, get it? Do you fucking get it? Uh. Oh, I do get it. Yeah, so, River so did Bottom. So they change it to Phoenix because like they phoenixed out of the cult. Is that essentially yes, what it is? That's exactly what they phoenixed out of the Children of God cult, uh, and uh, they uh, yeah, it's better than Bottom. Joaquin Phoenix is a much better name than Joaquin Bottom. True. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin yeah, Phoenix yeah. is a hot name. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is a great name. Weird guy, hot name. Glenn Close grew up in a cult. She has an eeriness about her. She does. They were uh, his. Her parents were a part of the moral rearmament cult. That doesn't sound fun. No, extreme conservatives. Maybe that's why she's got such a scary look in her eyes all the time. Well, because I feel like a little bit. I feel like she looks haunted. Yes, you know? she does. She does. I've always been pretty scared of Glenn Close. Yeah. yeah, haunted and severe. Yes, very severe. Yeah. Winona Ryder, their family lived on a commune. That's not necessarily a cult, but eh, the Rainbow Commune sounds a little culty. <laughs> Could be. Is uh, that like the Rainbow People? I don't know about the Rainbow People. Rainbow people are like the uh, like the new wave. Uh, I, I'm speaking completely out of term, but I, I'm aware of the fact that rainbow people are like new wave hippies that uh, like yeah. that live off the land to do all that kind of stuff. I don't know a whole lot about them, but I know that that is what. So I wonder if that's maybe what they were talking about. I mean, it doesn't sound like fun. I wouldn't want to. I don't think I would work as one. No, no electricity, no running water. 
type of thing. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I need my budgie app. <laughs> All right, it's time for Blind Adams. Oh, I can't see him. It's not like she hasn't cheated with a co-star before, and he does have a very odd marriage, so it probably wouldn't shock anyone to learn that this A-list television actress and this A-list movie actor who keep working together are also hooking up. TV actress and movie actor. Mm-hmm. The TV actress, she was in a TV show back in the 90s. Jennifer Aniston. Nope. In a TV show back in the 90s. It currently in a show that just ended that I know you like. Felicity! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Russell, Carrie yes. Carrie Russell, thank yes, you. Yes. I have no idea what her real name is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching The Americans right now, and I'm just like, why did Felicity do that? How, how far into it are you? Season five. Season See, for me, season five was when I dropped off. It got boring. Really? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. you guys were both pro The Americans for so long. Yeah, and I, I dropped off. I got to get back into it. Maybe I, th- I think I just binged it too much, and it all blood together. To be honest, I am taking a break right now. I'm taking a Veep break. Yeah. Uh, but I will go back. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I said, too. I said I was taking a break, and I will go back. It's been months. Because <laughs> I keep looking at it, and I go, eh. Yeah. Eh. I, I, I was getting very emotionally involved, like, too emotionally involved. Like, mm-hmm. that Young He plot, I, w- I was, like, personally devastated. Yeah. So I did have to take an emotional break. I did that same thing with The Wire and now it's been so long that now I got to go back and start completely from the beginning. Oh, but which it's I'm worth down it. with but I've, I know it's completely worth it but that's a lot of time to invest. That's yeah. a lot of time to invest but what a joy to be able to watch The Whole Wire again. I should yeah. do that. Yeah, you should. You should. But the girl, the guy that Carrie Russell is hooking up with... He was on a TV. He got to start on a TV show, but now he's a gigantic movie star. On a TV show, and then he became. But it's, but it's not the dude in the Americans. No, it's, it's not, not the Reese dude in the Americans. Or no, I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, in I like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like him as an actor. Uh, who? Ooh. Got us started like one TV. He was like in a few, ep- I think a season of a TV show, an HBO TV show, and then made the jump to movies. And now he's nominated for Academy Awards. Weird face. Weird fa- Goggins? <laughs> Not Mr. Big. The only HBO TV Goggins, yes. Show. Yeah, Gob- Goggins McPherson. Yes, I remember him. <laughs> I see him, Walter Goggins. <laughs> Sopranos? No, Sex no, no, in the no. City? After that, after that. HBO show? Mm-hmm. Girls is oh, the HBO show. I just saw the billboard for this on the way here. Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Yep, they're in a play together and they be fucking. Ooh, I would, would watch, watch that, Dave. <laughs> would watch. Slap yes. a hachi yes. manchi on that. I can't believe how much I have come around to being completely obsessed with Adam Driver. I, I'm and on I, that just path. because he was associated with girls and I hated girls. Me but too. There's no reason to not love Adam Driver. I love him in everything I see him in. I'm That's on that path too. I, I at first was like, he's overrated. Why did everybody love him so much? And now I see him and I'm like, you're so intriguing. <laughs> so I think I am on the path to also love him. With a deep voice and he talks like this. <laughs> and he's is great in sexy? all the Star Wars. Yeah, he's the only, well, he's the only good part of all the Star Wars. <laughs> Ziz. Ziz movies. Ziz. <laughs> go see a Star Wars. <laughs> I want to go see a Star Wars. <laughs> right, the other blind item that we got today is... It's disgusting. It's a creepy one. But it's juicy. Yeah, we've been missing these. 
to keep him from being accused of sexual harassment by various really young women he's uh, always hitting on, oops. this older A-B-plus list actor, who is an Oscar winner slash nominee, was provided with a barely legal teen oh. by his daughter. Oh, no. The daughter also pays the teen's salary. That's not even fun creepy. That's to hang out with creepy. her dad. Ooh. What creepy... Daughter, father, Hollywood power family, do we have? It's not Miley and Billy Ray because no. I just started to like him last week. So <laughs> yes, we're finally ruin this. Pro. this is a pro Billy Ray show now. By the yeah. way, no, no, no. Yeah, these, yeah, these are actors. Him. We're talking about actors. actors. These are not musicians. These are actors. Okay, so it's Creepy a father and, and is it who is the biggest? It's not Angelina of- Jolie and uh- John Voight. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she doing that? She should know better. I thought she was a humanitarian. Uh, well, not when it comes to her creepy, awful father. At least according I to the blind I thought she hates him. him. Maybe she's trying to get him set up and arrested and, and arrested. A sting? A sting, because I thought she <laughs> hates his guts. Yeah, because of the whole uh, sexual thing. Right. I thought yeah. she wants to kill him. Yeah. Well, Whoa, that is juicy, juicy, dude. That's a juicy Lucy. Ew, <laughs> man, you know what's juicy Lucy? John Voight's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, have you seen him? Actually? I just imagine this now. Yeah, uh, he's awful. He's gross, but also he needs some sort of um. Someone's got to pull up them jowls at some point. He's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be cheeking on his knees soon. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all the time we have for today. Cheeking on the knees. Shaking <laughs> on the knees sounds Shaking like an Aussie. Oh, Aussie oh, yes. say. Oh, that, that boy's cheeking on the knees. I guess I would mean frowning, right? Oh, <laughs> that's what they call frowning. That's what the Australians call frowning. Shaking on the knees. Always oh, a cheeky bug on the knees. Knees. Shaking on the knees. Knees. I'm so happy that you that you are back this week, Marcus. I had a wonderful time with you. Thank you so much for he being here. Well. We miss you. We miss you. We miss you. The book is getting done. There's still more work to be done. So I'm still in and out. But of course, it's very fun to be back. It's very nice to come back. We do miss you. And thank you so much, Molly. Thank you, Jackie. I just want to say, since I won't see you on April Reels Day, I have nothing real to say to you other than I have pure love and admiration for you and nothing I'm ever holding back. I do love both of you too, but also it would be breaking the rules if you tried to be in April Reels because we're not in the same room. Molly, no. that is part of the rules of I, April Reels Day. Even if it's to opt out of April Reels by saying I have nothing that it needs to be too real with you. I can't say that over the phone. I gotta fly to LA. But what if it's a lie? It's not April Reels Day. <laughs> <laughs> then then I know I can't trust you any other day of the year. <laughs> My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Thank you so much for joining us this week. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And also, if you'd like, mosey on over to our Patreon page. we got lots of fun Jimbies and Jambies on there. It's patreon.com slash page7podcast. We love you guys so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. 
Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.